Monster, dear monster. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm joined today solely by Cameron. Uh, how's it going, Cameron? All by ourselves. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Uh, Matt's on baby-related duty, and Leonard's stuck in crunch. Bless his heart. Um, so it's just us. Yeah. Hello, everyone. We're holding down the form, <laughs> and that's okay. Yep. We'll just yeah power through. We got some. Fun stuff, I guess, uh, on the episode. Uh, yeah. Docket, is that mm-hmm. what you want to call it? <laughs> it's a doc of some kind. Yeah. And I guess we'll just kick it off with our requisite yokai of the week. Ba, 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 ba. That's good. I almost went, bum, bum, bum. realized it was the <laughs> Yeah, not quite there. Um, so, yeah, this is our famous our world famous yokai of the week uh for those not in the know we have a very handy wikipedia page which just lists oh so many yokai um this week we're on the letter O for oh god we're doing this without the man who actually invented this segment uh (laughs) so uh in the spirit of matt dave uh please please roll them for us did it stay on the table? What do we got? It's it's still there. It's a one. This, it's a one. This, it might work. <laughs> we have uncovered Obake. Obake. Or Bakemono, whichever. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> this may be like the second most generic one we've run across. It's literally just like it's it's a uh, pretty generic. Yeah. Monster. <laughs> oh man um yeah so uh literally translating to a thing that changes uh they that which refers to a state of transformation or shape-shifting um while they're usually translated as ghosts they actually primarily refer to living things or supernatural beings that have taken on a temporary transformation and these bakemono are distinct from the spirits of the dead i like this wikipedia article it's got like a little patois a little patter to it um <laughs> Congratulations, and obake yeah well done uh obake has a secondary usage as a synonym for yure uh which is the ghost of a deceased human being yeah. as opposed to the ghost of an alive human being i guess um well yeah you're, you're, <laughs> you know you're hitotama so that's like the spirit, yeah true, spirit true. that they could probably yeah, still be alive yeah. <laughs> uh Let's, um, the true form could be an animal, like a fox, raccoon, or badger, which all have their various yokai forms. Uh, a transforming cat. Everyone loves those. Uh, the spirit of a plant, such as a kadama, the cutest little dudes ever from Neo, if anyone remembers. <laughs> or an inanimate object which may possess a soul, a soul in Shinto and other animistic traditions. Obake derived from household objects are often called sukumagami. This is a very broad subject because we're talking yeah, about all these things before we talked about all of the other things. This is the, the larger yeah. classification. Yeah, pretty much. Without it being specifically yokai. Yeah. Um, Bakemono will usually either disguise itself as human or appear in a strange or terrifying form, such as a Hitotsume Kozo, an Onyudo, 
order in Nopero Bo. In common usage, any bizarre apparition can be referred to as a bakemono or an obake, whether or not it's believed to have some other form, making the terms roughly synonymous with yokai. Now, there's this header that just says in Hawaii, and I'm excited to open it. So, oh, there's actually quite a bit in there. <laughs> uh, would you like to take the in Hawaii segment, Dave? You're a little closer than me. A little bit. due to the influence of a large number of hawaiian population with what due to the influence of a large number (laughs) something of hawaiians (laughs) there's a lot of there there are many hawaiians with japanese ancestry uh the islands of hawaii so due to all that the term obake has found its way into the dialect of the local people Thank you, weird sentence. Um, some Japanese stories <laughs> concerning these creatures have found their way into local culture. That's what you just said. Uh, numerous sightings of kappa have been reported <laughs> on the islands, and the Japanese faceless ghosts called Noperabo have also become well-known in Hawaii under the name Mujina. That's... Okay. There's um, a reason. Yes. Uh, this name confusion seems to have stemmed from a story by Lafcadio Hearn titled Mujina, a story about a badger which takes the form of a noperable rather than being one itself, which first introduced the faceless ghost to the Western world. So he was just making a joke, playing a little mm. trick. Yeah. Uh, Hawaiian yeah. folklorist Glenn Grant was known for his Obake files, a series of reports he developed about supernatural incidents in Hawaii. The grand bulk of these incidents and reports were of Japanese origin or concerned obake. I think I've read that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really uh, that's really interesting. I did not know that uh, due to sort of large amounts of Japanese ancestry, we had a little yokai mixed into Hawaiian culture. Yeah, I didn't really think about that either. <laughs> that is pretty neat. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we've we can we can genuinely say we've learned something today, in the most unexpected way. <laughs> Who would have ever thought we'd learn from Wikipedia? <laughs> oh yeah, that's why we do the things we do. Exactly. Um, yeah, I guess that that was indeed yokai or obake or bakemono of the week. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Offbeat jingle. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so we've covered our yokai of the week. That'll bring us to the main section. What, What are we looking at today, Cameron? Uh, we are looking at an excellent 2010 film, Troll Hunter, or Troll Hunter with a space in between the words, or The Troll Hunter, space in between all three words, depending on your area. Uh, I believe I got Troll Hunters, all one word, although I'm not sure on that. <laughs> yeah, ours was it's Troll a... Hunter, one word, but the yep. Hunter is capitalized, so it's really weird. Yeah. Uh it seems like it shouldn't be an issue because the theatrical release poster is very clearly Troll Hunter, two separate words. 
Yeah. Uh, both both the space and kind of sort of, like, sort of like to draw the eye down away from the big hairy legs. Uh, I don't understand why titles keep doing this. These minuscule like grammatical changes across regions. Yeah, it has <laughs> to be very something confusing. to do with rights or other existing. Yeah. Rights. Um, so this yeah. was directed by Andre Uverdal, and mm-hmm. he has like a couple other films to his name, but they've been similar, I think, to, to Trollhunter. Nothing really recent, mm. though. Um, and we mm-hmm. we lucked into uh, in running across an interview uh, that had been done with Andre Uberdal. So we'll <clears throat> yeah. look at that as we move through some of the events in the film. We're not going to go beat by beat, I think, like we did last no. time. No. Maybe to the detriment of ritual. <laughs> so the film ah. itself, it's pretty straightforward. It's like it's a found footage film of these young college-age kids that they're doing a i think it's a maybe it's a journalism class it doesn't really get into that um yeah part it's like a it. research project yeah, kind of thing of something they're yeah they're investigating there's been these bear killings and mm. uh, that are un, unsanctioned so there's like very strict bear hunting laws in place and mm. uh, the the amount of actual people licensed to hunt bears is like super tiny where the, it's an insular community and all the hunters know mm. all of the other hunters. And they're, they've run yeah. across yeah. all these occasions of um, individual bears having been um, killed, but not poached. So the bear's just, yeah. just dead in the field. Mm. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's, it's done by none of the official like a sanctioned hunter so the news yeah. and everything they're kind of up in arms about why, why is there's this poacher running around just like slaughtering bears uh, for no reason and not mm. doing anything with the kill so the kids <laughs> i think uh, ostensibly they're investigating that there that's what they've picked as yeah. like, whatever their research project or whatever it is and um, in in doing so, they get a lead on who this poacher could potentially be, and they they track this fellow down and decide to try to interview him. Um, there's a there's a few comments to the to the effect that they would like to be the next like Michael Moore. <laughs> so um, mm, it's a little yeah. <laughs> it, it dates the um, the film, I guess, a little bit. Would have been would have been uh, filmed in like yeah. 2009. He's a little bit more relevant yeah, uh, around yeah. that time, but that's the uh, the main thrust of the opening. I don't know half hour of the movie mm, is them trying yeah. to track down this uh, rogue bear hunter, um, only to find out that it may not, in fact, be bears that this guy is hunting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> go on. Yeah. Go on, please tell tell us more about the this movie that is definitely not called Bear Hunter. It's not called Bear Hunter <laughs> for a reason because there's like only two bears you see in the movie, and they're yeah terribly fake, which is good. I mean, it's definitely mm. a fake dead bear. Very good. It's not yeah. a, not a real one. Yeah, um, it's a <laughs> puppet or a big stuffed. <laughs> ball. They look really fake. It's it's. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining the only way they could be more fake is if they got one of those giant Valentine's Day teddy bears, yeah. like the, the <laughs> well, we six foot bear. tall ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what just these might well have been. 
it's uh yeah it's good. yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway so the our our erstwhile um main character is a trio mm. their names escape me oh okay yeah. so Thomas, uh johanna and kale i i think mm-hmm. that's what they were saying his name they only mentioned their names like, yeah they say Tomas like a lot they're constantly yelling for this guy yeah he's the, he's the cameraman um kale is the an- announcer whatever the kale is the cameraman is yeah it? i thought Tomas was the cameraman no Tomas is the presenter is he like the main character oh, okay. guy yeah huh okay well anyway oh yeah no that's correct i can see a little picture of his face yeah, my mistake. <laughs> so Tomas is our the face of the of the news. Johanna is the sound technician, the, she has mm-hmm. the microphone, and uh, we're the boom. Mm. And Kala is the, mm. the man behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so our fake bear poacher is Hans. He's mm-hmm. basically um, is it to Clint? from jaws ah uh, yeah i think so i mean yeah. he even looks like him i haven't watched yeah pretty much <laughs> i think it mentions it in yeah. the interview where he that was one of the inspirations uh, yeah going for that that grizzled older man movie. look yeah yeah which is funny because he's actually a comedian uh the actor uh, by the trade whole, um <laughs> all of the other main figures like they run across they're all comedians mm. like not in the film yeah but <laughs> yeah uh, in uh, <laughs> so there's a they they run into like a few of the characters as they're trying to track down this poacher um one is the uh mm. the, the the government's um wildlife head of uh, head of the wildlife board yeah it's yeah the foundation it's like the <clears throat> whatever the government organization is yeah yeah um, that's finn haugen mm. i believe and he's also yeah. a comedian. And yeah. then they run into the <laughs> the um, <laughs> bear puppet wrangler, the Polish yeah. Uh, yeah. bear hunter, <laughs> who's also a, yeah. um, a comedian. That one you can tell because he's just hamming it up. Um, like, yeah, he turned it yeah. Up to he's having fun with that one. To be a Polish guy, it was great. Um, <laughs> So uh, they they find the the poacher and decide to just like these kids are pretty reckless. They they just they don't get mm-hmm. an interview. Um, they find out that from the um, so they find him at a uh, like a camp campground like trailer park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, they were doing interviews with some of the other like residents. I think to just to, to figure out who this guy is and. Um, mm-hmm. uh, whoever the main dude they they find it tells them that the hunter like he's gone all night and only returns um, mm. after the sun's up like every day like he's yeah. just, that's what he does yeah. so they have to wait for him to return and he just totally they run into him and he just brushes him off so they yeah. decide yeah. as as you do uh, just to to tail <laughs> him so he leaves in his yeah. crazy ripped up truck and uh they're yeah. following him like poorly like i don't think he cares <laughs> it's like the worst no. 
tailing someone ever. Yeah. Um, they follow him a long way. It's a it long looks way. like like it looks across, like they go halfway like, across Norway. Yeah, it's just <laughs> two ferry transits. Two f- mm, yeah, at least two fjord crossings. Yeah. And the uh, the weather I think is changing, so they're they're traveling mm. a bit. But they run into him and well they don't run into him. they they literally just run up to him. It's really weird. <laughs> like, mm. You've been following somebody <laughs> and you try to ambush him with an interview. I guess that could work. <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be following a dude that's poaching bears, but okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> if he's running around doing one illegal <laughs> thing, you know. Not end, end yeah. For you. Yeah. The, the recklessness of youth, etc. Yeah. Etc. <laughs> they get him to agree to let them film him doing his job. Because you find out yeah. that hunting bears is not his job. Yeah, uh, this is like after they follow him out one night and uh, yeah. one of them gets attacked. But yeah, <laughs> which th- that that's his one really hammy moment is they see some flashing in the distance, hear some roaring, and he just runs out of the darkness right into the camera and goes, Troll! <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, did, did he just say troll? Did you say troll? What's Excuse he? me, sir. Did you sir. say troll? <laughs> sir. Was that troll you said? It was. It was pretty. Funny they they just yeah, leaned really yeah. hard into it and spent five yeah, minutes trying to get him yeah. to admit that he said troll. Did you you believe yeah, in trolls? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was good. It was yeah, good stuff. It was. It was pretty good. <laughs> but at this point, we don't we don't see the the troll. We just see the effects. No. Um, one one of the. Uh, Tomas gets bitten. Um, mm. Troll bite. Yep. Which is really weird because later when you do see the troll, dude, if the troll bit you, you'd be like mm. half of you gone. In half. They're large. Yeah. They're large boys. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he, he's bitten and his jacket's like shredded. It's it's, it's pretty nasty. I mean, either way, mm. it's not a good wound. Um, oh, yeah. He, he oh, gets, yeah. Uh, cleaned up and everything and he's He's okay. He's he's gonna make it. Mm. But he didn't see what bit him. No, uh, he just no. knows it smells bad, and there's like slime on his jacket. Mm. And uh, so they're sort of terrified because they were just running from something <laughs> in the woods, and it was definitely bigger than a bear. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't, that's also spooky because it's super dark out, and all they have is like they're yeah they're following somebody, and they have their the camera light on. Like, I know you need the shot, but mm. the, you can't follow anybody with those bright lights. It's not going to work. That was... No. That no. took me out of the... Suspending my my belief for... Uh, my disbelief, <laughs> I guess, for this segment. But... Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh. Uh, as we're not supposed to be doing the entire <laughs> film scene by scene, they use this opportunity to uh, get him to agree to let them film whatever it is that he thinks he's hunting. Um, yeah. Yeah. And at this point, um, surprisingly to, to the viewer, he, this, this hunter of trolls uh, is not reluctant to have them follow him. He basically <laughs> just says like, yeah, that's fine. You can film it. Just <laughs> if you're going to come with me, you have to do what I tell you to do. Yeah. Uh, so trolls yeah. Run away or 
kill you or something. You know, it's kind of unspoken that it's a bad thing could happen mm. if you don't listen to my instructions. Yeah. Like, to the letter. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and I really like why he's... Yeah. Uh, I really like why he's bringing them along. It's just because he's a disgruntled government worker who's tired of not getting paid enough. Yeah, he doesn't get um, he doesn't get night hazard pay. He doesn't get overtime. There's like no benefits. Nope. Basically, it's just a crap job, and he's literally the one yeah. person in Norway doing this job. And when you watch mm. what, what he does, just like I'm tired, and I just watch you do it, like for two nights. <laughs> and this is your thing you do every yeah. day. For like ever, for years, yeah. because he's been working since like the seventies. Yeah, and the movie's exactly. set in two thousand nine, so mm. he's been doing the job a long time. And mm. I don't know. It's uh, you can see that he would be t- tired of doing this. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Some points are kind of interesting. It uh, it, it feels like either intentionally or on the part of Tomas that. Tomas is kind of being groomed to like take over the. That's what I got. He was mm. engaging. It felt a little like anyone that. else and and trying to pick up. Mm. It didn't feel like it was just for his journalistic, you know, report or whatever. He was. Yeah. He was genuinely. Interested He's genuinely in, interested. Like, all of the yeah. every aspect of what this is and why um, Hans the the hunter is doing every little thing that he does, and it, it didn't feel like mm. that's enough. I mean. He's just doing that for like the sake of the documentary. Which yeah, is cool. Yeah. I, I like that that idea. Mm, definitely. And, and of course the, the, the movie finishes in a way that leaves that super ambiguous. But anyway. Yeah. I guess uh, we can <laughs> get on to our, our trolls here. Um so Yeah, because we see some trolls. Yeah, we do. There's at least there's at least one troll in the film. <laughs> <laughs> and it's some big big legs big hairy legs on the, mm, on the big hairy legs the movie it's only it's only one you see it's big legs mm. big legs and yeah. a tall boy um <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe that'll God. just be the episode title yeah big legs and a tall boy <laughs> uh yeah so they agree to follow his instructions and those consist of you need to bathe yourself completely uh, pay mm. particular attention to washing your um, your groin and your armpits where you would generate most of your human musk yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the same page um, uh, yep. and then you have the uh the dubious uh, honor of <laughs> rubbing yourself in troll stank. And yep. the best sounding word in. Troll <laughs> stank. That's great. Troll stank. Troll stank. And it's like, what is this? And it's just like. Yep. He literally says it's anything you could like possibly squeeze out of a troll. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. <eat> it. <laughs> It's just like no, please do all of their gross fluids and yeah, there's like bits yeah. of hair. It it's not. A it looks like um looking. like a yeah, it's like a hunk of ambergris or something. Yeah, it looks uh, gross. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's and very it smells really mm-hmm. bad. Apparently, they they yeah have, like coughing packing, the entire time, like, <laughs> retching <laughs> like they're gonna vomit um, just by being near it. Throw <laughs> stunk. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's great. It's good lore. Um, so what, the effect of this yeah. is uh, trolls will flee um, at the <clears throat> scent of general the general populace of, of man, um, but. Yeah, being covered in troll stunk, they think you're one of their own and will just kind of ignore you. That's the idea. Yeah. Does that work? No, yeah, well, really. <laughs> kind of. Not really. Sort of. I mean, they're not meant to have. They're not meant to have really good sight because they only have one eye. Apparently, it's, depends. I think on that the was troll. what they said. Depends on the troll. Apparently, though. Yeah. yeah. But like, they don't have very good eyesight overall. I think is the no. idea. And they're they're completely nocturnal. Um, so it's already mm. dark. They can barely see. Yeah, they're, they're incredibly like slow witted. The, the trolls, not the teenagers, mm. but that could be up for debate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> throwing them under the bus. Um, yep. So we we get uh, our first troll hunt um, is after the. Mm. Um, the Rang- the Rangulfant, uh, the Ringlefinch, is what they're mm. supposed to be hunting. Um, yeah. What what his what Hans his job is um, in effect. The government knows there's trolls um, in in Norway. Yeah. And trolls have specific areas that they're they're supposed to stay in, like it's their mm. um, stomping grounds or whatever. Um, yeah, the trolls themselves yeah. sort of like set that up. They, there's just areas they yeah. prefer, and they don't tend to stray outside of that unless something else makes them do so, um, or they're fat, they're battling each other because they get in troll fights. Mm. Um, but uh, in in the timeline of the the film, um, they're running into trolls or the. Trolls are going in places they're not supposed to go, and yeah, uh, they're, they're leaving their territories. Yeah, they're leaving their territories and disturbing like the livestock. They eat sheep and goats and things and cows, probably mm. um, car tires. Car tires, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh. he's out there, basically trying to figure out why they're not sticking to their um, stomping grounds. And the mm. signs he's been tracking have been belong, or they they belonged to a, a type of troll called a rangulfant, and mm. that's what they're getting all troll stunk up to go hunt after. He he's mm. kitted out in his pretty cool cool jeep, and he has um <laughs> doesn't really he doesn't have a gun. Or, I mean, maybe he does, uh, no. but. He carries a um, a jury like a jury rigged uh, set of UV flashbulb like strobe, yeah, it's like on yeah. mounted on sort of a gun kind of device. Mm. So you can aim it like a rifle, yeah. and it um, it just shoots UV yeah. light. Um, and what this is for is the trolls are uh, abhorrent to sunlight. Like they, it's anathema yeah. to them. 
um, the the lore within the film, um, and this is backed up by mm. folklore, um, is that the trolls are unable to process vitamin D. Like, they can't convert it into calcium. So, it, yeah. um, on the younger trolls, it causes their stomachs to expand um, the mm. whatever the bloating or gas effect of the of the non-conversion yeah. um, ex- mm. it affects their intestines and, and their organs and then they violently explode um, the older mm. trolls uh, they're I guess due to their age and their vein structure like the, all the um, mm. the calcification that occurs goes directly into their veins and bones and their body just turns into like rock. Um, mm. And it's, yeah. it's in both of these reactions occur literally within like seconds. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's, it's um, due to like amount of sunlight as well. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, it's like, uh, it's like poison in dark souls. You've got to build up the meter and then suddenly it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> Which we actually see in the film is like, you know, occasionally like repeated flashing to build up like an amount of UV light the troll is taking in and then finally finish it off with a last burst kind of thing. Yeah. And um to that to that uh note, I guess, um I have <laughs> discovered a piece of lore. <laughs> I didn't really discover it, I just I read a book. <laughs> I read a book and found a little story. Yes. So I will since it's very short, I will relate it to you and yeah. our listeners. Go ahead. Uh, I'm this, interested. This, uh, this <laughs> one is entitled The Troll Who Was Turned to Stone. Very apt. Uh-huh. Um, there will be no trolls turning to stone in this story, I'm going to imagine. <laughs> Two men were riding south over the Kirlingsgard, uh I guess there's no... That's, that's the end of it. Kirlingsgard. Uh One was named Olafur, but nobody can remember the name of the other man. Wow, lost a <laughs> time. Poor uh, other man. Uh, on the pass, they met a troll woman who said, Olafur the Mouth, are you heading south? Things will work out well, but I predict, poor crooked jaw, you'll leave without a straw. Then Olafur answered, Look to the east, there's a man riding on a white horse. The troll woman looked, but just then, the first rays of dawn appeared, and she was turned to stone. Um, this, the, there's little, little footnotes here. Um, in Snorri, yeah. so it's Snorri, Snorlofsson, um, Snorri's Edda. So the, <laughs> it's, either the it's probably the prose Edda, um, the 13th century, mm. uh, book. Uh, the sun is described as a horse called Skinfoxy, the shining mane, whose mane illuminates yeah. the universe. So there's your other little bit of lore. <laughs> um, Mm. But yes, so the sunlight traditionally turns trolls to stone, and that's um, that's evidenced in like most popular media. Um, yeah, not, not all trolls are subject to that. Um, they are, however, yeah. in yeah. Uh, say the Hobbit, um, the, the trolls mm-hmm. turn to stone in that. Yeah, um, and then I found a few other tales. We'll uh, we'll run into those as they become appropriate. Mm-hmm, okay, so um, they they're hunting this Rangelfant, and 
it turns out that's not exactly what uh, <laughs> he made a mistake. Hans, yeah, thought it was a Rangofant and it was not. It was a Tussalad. Mm. Those, those <laughs> Tusser boys. Yep. Uh, yep. So, um, describe this. Describe this tall boy to us. Uh, he is incredibly tall. Um, he's got a very, very big head, and then two other very big heads uh, with these incredible long noses <laughs> and these head. great big ears. Three big heads, one might say. Um, and like he's got, he's got like a like an ox tail as well, sort of this long, thin tail with a tuft at the end that hangs down. Uh, these very long, skinny arms, but his legs are incredibly tall and skinny and the skin on them is sort of thick and rough and looks like tree bark. So if he's standing still, uh, you would think he was just like a couple of trees next to each other growing straight up. Uh, But the the, the three heads are definitely what you notice first when he comes crashing through the trees because he sort of crashes through the trees, gets in the clearing, stops, and just looks and sniffs around. Uh... It's very striking. Um, and according to Hans, the extra heads grow as they become older. So this is very clearly a very old troll. Uh, but they're not actually heads. They are protuberances to impress mates and sort of fend off rivals. So it looks like a head, but it's really just a big lump of gristle with a nose shape and a few ear shapes on it, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that's really neat. And the um, the E says that if you notice, the center head is the only one that has mm. eyes. Yeah, it's the one that has the eyes. Yeah, it's re- it's a really neat um, like idea, uh, and mm. based on that, they can have like that's not the limit of heads; they can have many more. So yeah, exactly, eight headed troll. <laughs> um, oh god, that'd be interesting. <laughs> it'd be pretty cool, and this would definitely be something useful. Um, you could use these kind of ideas. Mm. That's definitely it's different than what you run into um, for, for standard, like say D and D bestiary. Um, yeah, like we get up to two heads in D and D, but we don't go any further than that, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think they're fake heads either. So no, they're real heads. Which I really like the um the sort of like the evolutionary touch that brings like oh, it's not real heads. They're just like there to impress mates and like scare off other trolls yeah. it's it's basically like the the sort of same thing as um there's a few butterflies and i think there's a there's a fly that looks like a bee mm. and then there's a few bees ah, that yeah. do like um wasp heads on their butt like the shape. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's sort of that um mm. you know, you can see this in nature. Uh another cool thing on their skin of the of the trolls, um there's mushrooms mm. growing on them. Yeah, yeah. It was so they really blend in we're, with the trees. We're, we're treated to a lot of this troll through um night vision. So it's like super green yep. and trying to mm. it, it worked for the film because as the viewer we couldn't tell the difference between the legs and a tree. Like it, it suddenly just moves. Like, oh, yeah, wow, that is troll legs, not not two tall trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really liked that moment. It's just Hans is like, shh, and then just like looks up, and you see the tail gently swing like five meters up, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, troll, <laughs> troll, hmm, troll. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Yeah. Um, it it yeah. does some sniffing. It does some chasing. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I think on the sound design, the trolls have a whatever mm. their language is sounds really good. Uh, they it's sort of like yeah. This, it's like grunts, but there's mm. more sound meaning in it. Yeah. I don't know. It's really hard yeah. to describe because I can't mimic that sound because mm. it doesn't sound like it's one oh, yeah. voice. It's sort of like many. It's got it's got like a deep bass to it as well as like really rumbly. Yeah, it just in a lot old. of cases. Mm. Yeah, like, like they don't really have a rocks and trees. Yeah, speaking. old rocks. Yeah, they they don't really have a language as such because like apparently they're not actually intelligent at all. But it's like a proto language, I guess. Like more advanced than like dogs barking but not quite up there uh, with real speech i guess is the idea yeah mm. but we see some very sort of vocal trolls later on so <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like i don't know it's like a garbled <laughs> mm. like yeah it's great There's <laughs> yeah i really like the sound i like i like all the i like all of it They've got great sound design. They've got great visual design. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, continue on, Dave. Uh, what what happens to our tosser lad? Well, we find out the effects of uh, UV <laughs> directly on uh, <laughs> uh, troll skin, mm. or I guess troll physiology, since it's not just the skin. Um, mm. Yeah. And uh, Hans uses his. Um, UV rifle uh, to mm. he just kind of flash bulbs the the troll and it like immediately just turns mm. to a giant stone statue. But what's really interesting yeah. is it uh, it loses all the features, like it maintains the general mm. shape, the outline of its body, and then the the yeah position it's in when it's transmogrified. But it uh, yeah. You you couldn't you wouldn't ever think someone carved a troll statue. It's like the most no um, basic uh, I don't know rendition. Like if you could if a, if a child mm. made something out of play doh, <laughs> that's about as good as you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. It Which did look cool. like um, um a big play doh stop motion figure. Yeah, and... it, make, it makes sense. It's like a natural biological process that yeah. happens. It's like all of them bursting out into like calcified rock so it makes sense it's not yeah, a perfect like, cast it's not every you know individual hair it's like the body just itself mm. turns into a you know yep. a bunch of boulders um but what this <laughs> does is uh it shows us that a troll dying in this way which is of natural causes you know ostensibly mm. because it would just normally be sunlight um that's why you don't see like troll fossils or anything. I mean, you do. They just look like. Oh animals. yeah, they're all over the. Place. They're all over the place. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, Hans takes this a step further because, uh, just look. It's it's definitely not a man-made. I mean, um, it's not a natural formation of rock because it's mm. so tall and it's like the standing the way it's standing. Rock just just doesn't happen like that. Um, no. So what no. he does is he, uh, you know, takes a hammer to it, 
knocks a leg out, yep. the whole thing crumbles, and then he he puts like a sort of a blast tarp over it, blows it up, yeah, reduces yeah. rubble, and then the bigger pieces he just he literally has a uh, jackhammer, jackhammer. <laughs> breaks it down and it just ends up he's like you want some granite or not granite, what you, uh, gravel yeah some, some gravel because it's just reduced <laughs> it's not even rubble it's like smaller um but yeah you yeah just think yeah. someone had a they dumped part of a i don't know they were doing some construction a gardening project yeah some construction work going on yeah so, I, re- I really like that there's a good explanation of why his work is never really discovered. It's like, oh, there's an awful lot of gravel in this part of Norway. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is also where we find out um, where those bears have been coming from. <laughs> uh, because yeah. none of the bears that have been found uh, are wild bears from the area. No. Um, no. They're supposed to have been taken. The Russian like bears. They, they were, well... Not all of them. Um, they're supposed to be from like zoos, like bears that have yeah. passed away from natural causes, and they're just using those as a um, a cover for any of the uh, livestock. Because what's happening is the trolls have strayed out from mm. the territory, and they're eating sheep and people's animals, and yeah. you know, wrecking fences. Um, and mm. they're just using these these bears as a scapegoat. Um, <laughs> so the government worker that uh, the, the these kids ran into and interviewed um, earlier in mm. the film, um, they find out that he is in fact uh, sort of the Hans's boss, kind of. Mm. So it's it's, it's yeah. not clear exactly, you know, who he who the chain works for this hunting, but mm. um, regardless, he's involved directly with Hans and. Um, He's, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for one, he's upset that <laughs> these kids are there filming um, the, the troll hunt. <laughs> um, but also, he has to call in the Polish bear hunters um, to come <laughs> bring a bear a bear carcass to to frame. I guess. Yeah, and um, yeah, he gets uh, the the wildlife um, head of the wildlife guy, the wildlife guy. Uh, <laughs> he has the yeah unenviable but fun looking job of making the fake bear prints, and then they have like a yeah know, little poke stick <laughs> with um, uh, bear, <laughs> fake bear paws on him, so he can he walks around on them all fours and yeah makes you know, yeah. But he he's been doing this a long time, and he usually doesn't like to do it. Um, so eventually he like yeah, goofs yeah. up and has like the left leg on the right arm and, and yeah. the prints are all weird. Yeah. What's the bear like this holding his arms out crossed in front of him? Yeah. How is this bear walking? <laughs> uh, it's good. Uh, and then another thing is they, the, the Polish guy, he's a, he's a scene stealer. He just <laughs> runs out and mm. he's just doing, you know, fake Polish accent. Well, I mean, he, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's fake, but it's in Polish parts of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's like super excited that these, you know, this film group is there. I don't know why he just wants to be on TV or something. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are filming. He's enjoying himself. He's like, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> you can look at my truck. I got bear <laughs> trapping things in there. I don't know. <laughs> it was really weird. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's a, it's like an undercover van. So it says like, the, I think it was like Polish painting mm. company or something. 
it's like just a service industry van it was funny good scene and then the bear of course was like, a, <laughs> like exceedingly more fake looking than the first one we saw oh yeah oh yeah this big floppy fuzzy thing that looks like it's made with the, that fake fur yeah <laughs> it's like it's uh, like that do, like a bear doll fur where it yeah it's yeah it's all matted <laughs> not the right way <laughs> like a just like been yeah. sitting in a, a attic or something a little bit damp mm. yeah yeah so, all right um our, shall we move on to our next yeah. troll that's our encounter yeah. the um tuslad um so they tuslad. do they do track down the ranglefant um and mm. this boy is uh Hiding under a bridge, he is yeah. a bridge troll. And it's mm. good. <laughs> yeah, I really like this scene. I think this might be one of my favorite scenes in the this film. Is probably the best in the, in the film. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and set the scene for this one. Okay, so um, we we've tracked down the Rangafant, um, and Hans needs to work out why the trolls are all whacked acting really weird and out of the ordinary. So he needs to get a blood sample before he's allowed to dispose of the troll. So um, uh, very appropriately on the Australian describing this, he dresses up like Ned Kelly with his big suit of armor (laughs) and this like two foot long needle. Um, (laughs) Giant syringe, basically. Uh, And the, uh, so the the way the way they're going to draw him out is he's gotten a few local sheep and goats and he sort of tied them up on top of the bridge, and everyone just waits, and then all of a sudden this giant hand just comes up, punches through the guard railing, grabs one of the sheep, sheep pulls it down under the bridge, sort of just starts bashing it around, and the Ringlefinch, oh Ringlefinch or the Ringlefinch, uh, as is the English translation, comes out, and it is this. Big. It it looks like a boulder with a head, two tiny little legs, and one giant muscular arm. Uh, I'm not sure if they're meant to only have one arm or if he lost one uh, yeah. at some point. The interview with the director says that he probably lost the arm in a, a fight with another troll. So yeah, should normally yeah, have it makes arms, which would make him way scarier because yeah. just the one arm was enough. Oh yeah, he's he's big. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he is very big. Um, sort of. You know, shakes shakes cheap around, bashes it against the rock a few times, starts eating. Um, and the way the way he's going to draw the Rangelfant up onto the actual bridge is he he has a bucket with blood from a Christian man. And Hans, where did you get that? It's not. <laughs> I don't one know. Man, one man's not going to have that much blood. That's many. Yeah. Men's, yeah. Um, because it's like, like it's like he's a, a government. Bucket. It's a five-gallon bucket. Yeah, that has he, to be forceful of of Christian man's blood. Yeah, um, like I, I'm thinking because he's a government worker. Presumably, they just changed the blood donation forms in Norway to include religious affiliation, yeah. um, or something like that. But the other alternative is he went out and he just drained a few randoms in the nearby town or something. Uh, he does have is, a big needle. He's got a very big needle. Um, but uh, this is where we see this bit of law really sort of come to the fore because he splashes this blood on top of the bridge and the Rangafant immediately stops what it's doing, jumps up on the bridge and just starts sniffing and scratching and pounding on the area of the bridge where this blood is. It like It's reacting like so harshly. Yeah, he's very angry. Um, you don't want to be the okay. man that like, the blood is supposed to be inside. 
Oh yeah, no, that's not a good thing. Um, and the, this is sort of a semi-comedic moment because like it's actually gotten on the wrong side of Hans. Like he wants to be on the other side of it. So it's like sniffing and scratching and he just kind of like taps it on the side or something as he tries to sidle past it and just looks at him and just whacks him once. And he's just kind of lying there in his armor, not moving or like, is he dead? <laughs> is that yeah, how the troll hunter he ends? flies across the bridge and like yeah. against the guardrail. Yeah, he's just like not it, moving. Him flying and... <laughs> yeah, it's strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, not, I mean, believe he's a pretty big man, yeah. and he's in like giant mm. metal suit of armor, like a, yeah, like a you know yeah. shark hunting suit, but bigger, or you know one of mm. those old bear hunting suits with all the spikes on it. This yeah, is yeah, smooth. It, it's it's definitely um it's definitely Ned Kelly inspired who was an Australian horse ranger in a mm. police firefight. He put on like he melted down like plows from tractors and just turned them into iron sheets for armor and it looked exactly like that. So I'm assuming that's where they drew the inspiration yeah. from, like down to the bucket helmet and everything. But uh yeah. I believe it goes back under the bridge at that point. And yeah, you know, everyone rushes forward is like Hans, Hans, come back, God. <laughs> well, they're just trying to check him. on him, and they can't. I mean, he's heavy, so they can't move him. Yeah, they, they like managed to get him on his feet, and they're like, "Oh god!" <laughs> he's like, "I'm just, I'm a little sore. It's okay. I'm just sore." Oh, uh, fine, I'm fine. <laughs> but he's like clearly dazed. Uh, he's stumbling around. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, we we get the we get the Rango farm uh back up on the bridge. I think it goes um... off the bridge. He goes come down back around to go. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think we don't see the actual the bridge the one time, and then he goes up yeah. the bridge mm. and gets the blood. Gets the blood, and then um, and then flashes it. And because this troll only has one head, so it is presumably a, a bit younger than the uh, the Tosalad. Uh, it gets flashed and it blows up, uh, very messily. <laughs> Yeah, and it, there's a great line because um, uh, mm. the, one of the boys, it's the the main the main boy, um, mm, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, he's like, well, well, now we know they also explode because <laughs> he's just covered in like yeah, spots. <laughs> yeah. Um, they go straight to a veterinarian to get the blood sample analyzed. Is like, is this it? And they're like, yeah, opens the bucket and just like this, it's like liter and a half jar. Of blood or something. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got you a good sample, mm-hmm. <laughs> big sample, lots of tests. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so that's the Rango Farm, which is just a, a much squatter but very, very, very built, very muscular troll. <laughs> um, I guess likes to do the bridge troll thing. I'm not sure what their their more natural actions would be, seeing as this one is like crazed and running around missing an arm so yeah but well, yeah they like to hide their um their kills under bridges it doesn't say why but ah uh, yeah that means do. there's water and it's a dark place to stay during the day i guess is the idea yeah there's um here's all uh i'll do two two short uh tales yeah go for it um, this one is called The Troll in the Church at Scria. 
The old troll on Butter Mountain mm-hmm. could not stand the bell cow in Scria. He threw a rock at it, but did not hit his target. Then he moved out to an island. When a sailor arrived on the island, the troll gave him a necklace for a girl in Scria, a box to be placed on the altar in the church, and a chest with seed that he wanted them to sow. When the sailor got home, they tied the necklace around an oak tree, and it flew up into the air and disappeared. Then they thought something might be wrong with the box, too. They put it on top of a hill, and it burst into flames. But they, didn't, but they did sow the seed, and from it grew a whole lot of troll heads. So they commandeered all the people in the village, and they grabbed their scythes and cut them off. The footnotes say, Throughout Scandinavia, legends depict the trolls' resistance to the building of churches. The explanation given is given most often is that the trolls hate the sound of the bells. The church and its bell is often re- to, referred to as bell cow. That's interesting. Um, the mm. revengeful gift yeah. sent by the troll is frequently tied not only to his anger toward the church, but also to an unsuccessful courtship. Um, that's mm. pretty much what it says there. So, yeah, the, the necklace was just was intended to spirit away the, the girl would have just lifted her off and sent her, I guess, to the troll or he was mad and it would have just mm. flung her into the sky. Doesn't. Uh, doesn't yeah. Um, then the other, uh, the other short story here is the church at Catilvillier. Um, bishop Gisur, second bishop of Skalholt, built a church at Catilvillier in the district of Laugan, Laugadalur, Man, I, this is tough. Um, which is in Anesilia. <laughs> Butchering these right and left. Um, there it stood for a long time. Traces of the churchyard can still be seen there today. Later, the church was mer- moved to Midaler, where it has been ever since. The people from Laugandaler tell this story. To the east of Midaler lies a canyon with dark clefts reaching up into the mountainside. In a cave in one of the clefts, there lived an ogress who every Christmas carried off the best man in Laugandaler. The people of Laugardalur <laughs> talked to the bishop at, at Skalholt, who counseled them to move their church as close to the canyon as possible and to ring the church bells every Christmas. This was done, and the ogress fled the canyon. Um, <laughs> some people say that when the ogress moved north to a place called Kluxgard, um, bells were brought into the ravine, and the ogress was also driven from there by the ringing. That is how the ravine got its name. It lies on the road running north from Laugadalur to Skjöldridur. Um, and then the footnote is, the, the motif of annual human sacrifice to an ogre is well known both in classical literature and in folktale tradition. Um, yeah, so there's mm. more anger at the church. Yeah, and they really don't like those Christians. They do not like those Christians. Um <laughs> There's there's another mention, uh, we, I think we skimmed it because it was in between scenes in the film, uh, but when they're first talking mm. about tr- trolls, Tomas asks um, Hans, what, what does he do, what should they do if they run into a troll uh, that wants to challenge them to an eating contest? And this is a reference mm. to a tale, um, there's a, a popular folklore figure called Ashlad, and... Um, from from memory uh the the story goes something like this the the boy is challenged by a a troll to an eating contest and i think 
I want to say that if he if he fails, the trolls just probably gonna eat him. That seems mm. reasonable. Um. So what the boy does is he um he takes a sack and puts it under his shirt, and they're uh. they're eating. I guess like porridge. Um, and so as mm. the boy's eating, he's shoveling into his mouth, but he's also kind of like dumping it down his chin and it just fills mm. the sack up. And as they're, yeah. as they're going, cause the troll is much larger. So even doing that, it's not mm. gonna be enough. So what he does is as the sack fills up, he just kind of makes a slit in the bottom and it empties it out. But it looks mm. to the troll like he's just cutting his stomach cause it's, it's underneath his shirt. Yeah. So the, the yeah uh, he wins the contest. Um, or no, I think they're they're continuing the contest, and the trolls like, "How are you doing that?" And he's like, "Oh, well, if you want to win and be able to eat like as much <laughs> as you could ever want, all you have to do is cut a hole in your stomach. It only hurts a little bit, and then you can just keep eating." <laughs> so of course, the troll, uh, being dimwitted, uh, cuts a hole yeah. in the stomach, and it kills the troll. So the, the boy wins the contest. Um, but that's. <laughs> what that kind of line is um is referring to uh and yeah that's more just folkloric proof of um the intelligence of these mm. trolls, which the film um takes into consideration and the, the trolls these trolls are not smart <laughs> they they are yeah they're just animals in mm. just kind of more of a yeah. human shape exactly yeah the the humanoid but you know that no more people than a monkey might be which you know, debatable at all times. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So we we've we've seen the long front. We've seen the Tushalad. Uh, who do we see next? Uh, I think we get to the Dovregubin. I think it skips the Rhinotosser. Mm. Yeah, we don't actually see we a Rhinotosser. So I believe two, um, there's two other trolls that uh, they're they're sitting in a diner and. Um, we get a nice little uh, lower dump from Hans uh, explaining like the history of trolls and what he deals mm. with on a, it's not a daily, but on a, just on a basis, a regular basis. So there's a ring yeah. and um, the Hardings and the Hardings are, he just references mm. them as being out West, like the Hardings out West. Um, and then the, the Yutnar mm. um, mm. are the different types of trolls and they're divided between mountain trolls and woodland trolls. Uh, they have a mm. rough thousand year lifespan and um, it takes mm. them 10 to 15 years uh, to gestate uh, and they're only only one offspring is born like at a time like at they, don't a time. Have, they don't have like multiple yeah. like a clutch of troll puppies it's just one one troll mm. yeah whelps i don't know what you yeah, call I them don't know. trolling yeah baby troll <laughs> troll Throws. Baby trolls got little jewels yeah. in their belly. <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy to think of. Like they've got that super long lifespan, but I mean, I guess they're very secretive, and they are they're you know much more adapted towards fleeing from any potential threats. But the idea of a ten to fifteen year pregnancy is it's it's a lot, but in it's minuscule in how long they live. Their life is, yeah. So I think that's going to be more equivalent to like uh, I want to say elephants have a fairly long gestation period. Yeah, like a two, two and a half to three year gest- yeah. gestation. I think it's, I think. it's equivalent, and the trolls are really it's, big. Yeah. So. 
they're very big. Yeah. I think it just you know it, it's exponential or yeah, it's exponential to like the, the size mm. of the, the the mammal. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's nice that they they get into a little bit of this um, information and it may, basically mm. makes the trolls. Uh, they're not a supernatural thing. They're literally very, very much no. uh, just another inhabitant, another yeah. animal that exists. Um, and the reason I think why they're so secretive, uh, just doing the diving into the lore and trying to look at the folklore, um, because mm. of the in- incursion, I guess, of uh, Christianity, <laughs> uh, it it drove out the belief in trolls because previous to this and and mentioned in the the little story I just read where they were doing the sacrifices. I mean, the the troll is taking men, but really what's happening is the village is giving up a a sacrifice Mm. to, you know, um, have the troll keep the peace and like not attack the village. Yeah. It's an annual tribute. Um, But that that worship of the the trolls has fallen to the wayside the, you know the belief in them of course in this film um has been relegated to it's it's myth it's a, just a kid mm. tales for yeah. kids uh, hans himself um when uh, when the students are asking him about the trolls um and their their knowledge of trolls is just from folk tales and children's stories um and mm. you know he haunts himself he says like d- d- like basically like ignore all of the stuff that you're that you think you know <laughs> about trolls because it's 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 false it's, it's just kids stories it's meant to take this you know terrifying natural thing and mm. sort of shroud it further in mystery um and i think that that's in part due to um you know this it's on on, on the, the government's part, um, and mm. just humans in general. I mean, they don't believe in them because it's been supplanted by, I mean, or not the belief, and that has yeah. worked yeah. to the trolls' advantage. Uh, they don't mm. seem to, re- you know, of course, they don't reproduce in large numbers. So there's Hans. Even he says that he doesn't. He has no idea how many trolls there are. There's a lot, but they're. Mm. They keep to their spaces, and those spaces, you know, don't include people generally. Um, yeah, and there's been yeah. some uh, technological uh, implementations uh, to to corral the trolls. Basically, they um, they said yeah. the the power grid um, in in Norway <laughs> is uh, basically a giant like electric fence. So yeah, that's kind of yeah. a, kind of a neat idea. Yeah, that that's a great scene where they're interviewing the guy who works at the the power plant near yeah. one of those places. Like, uh, and so where does this line goes? Oh, it goes around here, and yeah. So where does it go for? Oh, it goes around here. So so the the power line just goes in a circle. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he doesn't seem to have like thought about it because no, it's it's it's, no. it's not the entire grid. It's literally just one section of it. Um, and yeah, like, yeah, that's always yeah. weird. We never, you know, questioned it. We just maintain it. Um, but there's a giant section yeah. that's been broken. <laughs> so something's going on. Yeah. Something's going on. Um, and, uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, uh, bring uh, us we'll... to the Dovra Gubin. 
Dovragubin, or the Mountain Kings, as they get their name in English. They do, and it's like a um, Gubin. It's it's just the name for male trolls. Um, mm. Mountain King is like a misnomer. Um, yeah, but they're yeah. mountain sort of like t- trolls of the mountain or mountain men. But it's yeah, it's not a. Mm. It's a larger thing than a man. Um, no, no. Which is interesting. Um, and the Dora is mm. the specific mountain, like a little range that they're mm. coming from. So presumably there are, like, depending on the mountain, other Gubin, like the name of the mountain. And then, yeah, Gubin. yeah. Um, but they've been like different clans of mountain troll, basically. The Dobra Mountains, and they're elsewhere. They're, some, they're in some other mm. valley uh, in a mine. Yeah. Come to find out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how about these guys? What do they look like? Um, have you have you read where the wild things are? Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's they're they're the monsters from where the wild things are, but with just really big noses instead of horns. You know, they're these big furry, fat kind of things with these uh these hairless faces. So kind of kind of like in the chimpanzee style, you got hair all over your body but then you've got a pale face with a in this case a big long protuberant nose uh again they have that little oxen kind of tail um and these guys are the really vocal trolls i mentioned earlier like they walk around in a in a pack of like five or six i think it was yeah uh yeah and and they they just chat with each other as they walk you know yeah, and like they're, they're clearly like communicating information to some degree because like they're looking at each other and making kind of shrugging motions yeah. and things. Like they're they're not. It's not a conversation, as, but yeah, but they're not as dumb as they could be. It is communication, definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is like a little a little family of these boys. Uh, they're still pretty big. They look like they're maybe like twice the height of a person. Yeah, they're not. They're nowhere near like the wrong of <laughs> well, like three line. times the width, so they're they're still really big. They're just oh like, yeah, not yeah tall. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, these guys. These guys are really cool. I really like these. Um. They're they're just kind of like a little family unit hanging out. You know, they've come back into their cave after a long night eating car tires and terrorizing the local wildlife. Uh, <laughs> And they all just kind of sit down. They they have a little chat, and then they just go to sleep. Um, apparently, trolls fart a lot. Yeah, uh, is what we like, learn at this scene. Rocks. <laughs> Why does it smell so bad? But I guess maybe they're eating bears uh, and goats. Yeah, charcoal and cement. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mm. guess it could it could smell like a quarry. What if they're eating sulfur or something? I don't know. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that this is where we really really zero in on that um they can smell christians thing because uh carla the cameraman is very unhappy with the situation being trapped in this troll den uh and constantly using the troll stunt he's just uh, rubbing it on him like it's <laughs> like it's the last piece of soap he's ever gonna see um yeah and like, like like hans is just like falling asleep in his corner and everyone's yeah, like they're all carla, just, what's like, wrong with you even the, even the other yeah they're fine with the situation. Yeah. I mean, 
as fun as you're going to be mm. trapped in a troll den. But um, yeah, Kala you just got to wait for not, nightfall. He's they'll leave. flipping out. <laughs> he's free. And finally, we get I'm Christian. But he says it really loud, like yeah. It may yeah. have been okay if you didn't shout. What? Yeah, but as a boss, he woke the trolls up and they got to sniffing. And um, yeah, they they definitely can smell Christians apparently, uh, because this turns into uh, a bit of a chase through the mine that they are that they were checking out for troll activity before they got trapped in there. Uh, and uh, we must bid farewell to dear Carla because uh, he gets grabbed yeah, he and presumably happen. eaten. Yeah. Uh, th- there's a bit at the end of the film that says, like, but we didn't find any bodies in that mine, so presumably he was eaten. Uh. Yeah. Lock, stock, and barrel. Like, all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can eat rocks uh, and eat all of a person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like a soft snap point. Yeah. I mean, he... <laughs> I guess he became the troll stunk that he so <laughs> that he's so beloved. Yeah, <laughs> he just loves that troll stunk. Yeah, I mean, what, what can we say? He was a stinky lad. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. So that, that's the Dovra woman. They're much smaller, but they're come in a group, and they seem they seem a little smarter potentially than the other trolls. Uh, that might just be that they're more communicative. Uh, yeah. But, um, we, we got like, what, one more troll? One more troll in this film? One more troll. Cool. The the biggest lad of them all. The the biggest boy of them all. Um, we, we actually get a little earlier in the film, um, a little bit of extra lore on the Yotna you mentioned, which are Mm -hmm. the biggest type of troll. Um, they're sort of driving through the mountains and like, oh, so where do the Yotna live? And Hans is like, there. They live inside the mountains. So uh, they yeah. presumably have these big caverns like burrowed out to sleep in during the day and stuff like that. Um, but the, we get the implication that these are very, very big trolls. Um, and Hans is the only one who's ever seen one and lived to tell about it, apparently. As well. So, uh, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you want to describe our, our big boy Jotna? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he looks like the um, Tuss lad. Mm. You made him super thick. He's a thick yeah. lad. <laughs> he's just he's really <laughs> big. Um, he has that same kind of no neck mm. hunched over look. He He looks older I guess an old man kind of mm. face. Um, yeah. And yeah. he is, I believe, 200 feet tall. Was the, yeah. was the he, quote with him. He's in the Godzilla range of size. Of, yes. <laughs> Might as well just be a mountain. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, he is uh, ridiculous. <laughs> it's great. And again, he has this, he like sniffs a lot. And... You can tell mm. he's not feeling too good. He's just no. uh, wandering around in a haze. Um, apparently, there were three of them. Because mm. a, a, a farm owner, an owner of a farm, has called in a report that like he got hit by three tornadoes. But really, it's just like three tornadoes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the, something the, ripped up his farm. <laughs> it was pretty funny because the, uh, the the bureau, I think, is the wildlife or whether whatever mm-hmm. it was associated with it. Yeah, just, they wildlife this, forward. Like, really bad explanation of why his farm is destroyed the way it is. Mm. Um, and the, yeah. the, the students are looking at these stand-up trees, going like a tornado doesn't. You can't bend trees that in three different ways like that. It's not going to like three tornadoes. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 sort of making fun, I guess, of the farmer as well because he's just out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Um, because he's totally yeah. buying it. He's like, yeah, these tornadoes came and wrecked up my farm. <laughs> um, and then they're like, well, why didn't it hit any other? Like, where's the, where's the trail of destruction? It's just this one area. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like I don't know. That's what the weather guy said. So uh, mm-hmm. they realize it's it's in fact trolls, and um, they Dude. go after the uh, the troll. Uh, it's at this <laughs> roughly about this point where we find out why um, the the trolls are acting the way they are uh, because it, ostensibly mm-hmm. the Jotnar um, is what chased out the uh, um, all the other the, trolls, Duvrugubin. Um, out of their habitat and and the other and, trolls, the, um, and the Ragafan and the Tesselad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe push the Harding out west. Who knows? Um, mm. But the blood tests uh, from the from the um, veterinarian came back, and she says, "Well, they have they have rabies. <laughs> That's why they're acting <laughs> the way they are, uh, and are." Um, um, our good boy Tomas, uh, who's been bitten and has been like getting steadily sicker, um, just in this Worse. portion of the yeah. Day, uh, well, he probably has rabies too, and so it needs to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like right now, like immediately. Please. Yeah, he's within like the stages of not yeah. being completely obliterated by it. Um, oh yeah, but the uh, Yutnar has <laughs> rabies, and it's huge. And it's just going to rampage, mm. so they have to take it out, it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do it. Do an old yellow, uh, mm-hmm. oh, an old, an old gray and browner. I don't know. Old Tarola. Uh, old Tarola. Yeah, something like that. I don't know Norwegian, so. Yeah, and I already um, enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hans Mad Maxes up the car, yeah, which I really he like. Puts, he's like these huge, like spikes, <laughs> spiked. Uh, yeah, posts like uh, over the windshield. Mm. And yeah, in, in place of a giant harpoon gun on top, uh, he has a huge, <laughs> uh, spotlight, UV spotlight. Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh. Man, and then the, how do you get a rabid troll's attention but playing Christian music over the loudspeakers? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and he did it before too. Um, I guess we sort of skimmed yeah. it when he uh, attracted the attention of the um, Tosalad. Uh, he's just like belting mm. out um, some hymn or something, and then it, it looks at him. And yeah, he, you know, hits it with the, the strobe. Uh, but this yeah. um, Yutnar being 200 feet tall isn't going to f- be felled by even like the little spotlight. And he runs into uh, no. some trouble with the, the battery powering the spotlight. It's just it's not working. Mm. 
Um, it's like linked to his car battery or something, so he has oh, to yeah, drive has like further battery. to charge it back up. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it, it's it takes effective. some doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just making it mad. And it's already angry. So yeah. Chasing yeah, him. exactly. I mean, you, th- you think how long Rabies has to progress to get to that level in something that big. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not been having a good time. Um... Yeah, so we, we get kind of an extended car chase, I guess, really, is what it is with them, them trying to drive away from the troll. We get these this great stuff of, like, driving in between its legs as it runs around them yeah, and, the, and things the like that. Yeah, comes whooshing by and it just sounds heavy. Just like, yeah, Whoa. yeah. Like, it, they really sell the size of the Yotna, yeah. I feel, especially it's in like that, like, tree, in that like moment of palm the scene. Tree just swinging down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess technically we'd be bigger than that. This troll's big. Yeah. It's like this troll is very the big. They're the size of like a toe. <laughs> the, the the van is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, which like I guess the spikes are like an insult to injury thing rather than actual defense. Like if they'd actually been stepped on, the entire yeah, van would have been crushed immediately. Yeah, no, I think it was yeah. protection against like other trolls. Yeah, they, they use the, this for like the last chunk of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but anyway, you know, we 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 get a bit of a car chase, and very finally, uh, Hans pulls out the final weapon, which appears to be some kind of like UV rocket launcher. I'm not sure exactly what it is. You know, like without running, we, we I've got to finish this off before we get. Thomas to a hospital, yeah, <laughs> and just pulls out this giant tube and shoots like a little missile that flashes when it hits, and then giant stone Yotna, which crumbles immediately under its own weight. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, um, I will hear. I'll. I have a, another Ooh. short story. The trolls Ooh. could not move the Pharaoh Islands. To the north of the village of Edi, uh, at the mouth of the channel beyond Estroy and Strimoy, there stand two immense rocks in the sea called the Giant and the Old Woman. In calm weather, it is possible to row between them. There is a legend that tells how Iceland wanted the Pharaohs moved northward into its own waters, and it sent the giant and his wife to do the job. They approached the pharaohs at the point of land in the north, in the northwest called Itzkolur. The giant stood out in the ocean, while the old woman climbed up on the head to fasten a, roast, a rope to it, the head of the island, um, and the tip so it, mm. he could heave it uh, up, upon his back. The first time she took hold, she tugged so hard that the outer head was split off. Then she tried to fasten the rope someplace else, but the islands were rooted too firmly and were not going to be easy to move. The old woman was still atop the head when it started to turn light. Giants fear the daylight, and she climbed down to the giant waiting in the sea as quickly as she could. But they had lingered too long. When they met below the head to wade back to to Iceland, the sun rose out of the sea, and both the giant and the woman were turned to stone. They are still standing today, looking toward Iceland, but unable to move. Others Others people say said the giants were sent to fetch grain from the pharaohs because there was a famine in Iceland. Indeed, it looks as if the old woman has a, has a bundle or sack on her back. Mm. Okay. So an explanation for a couple of small islands is yep. there's probably a, a troll. troll. 
probably <laughs> a troll out there. And uh, <laughs> here's one other short one. Uh, the ogress drowned in the ocean. Once a troll woman decided to wade all the way from Norway to Iceland. She knew there were trenches on the ocean floor. She even said to another troll woman, a neighbor who tried to discourage her from going, Iceland's trenches may be deep, but it's possible to wade across them. But she also said that there was one narrow trench in the middle of the ocean, so deep she might get the top of her head wet. Then she set off. When she got to that trench, she tried grabbing onto a ship that was sailing by to steady herself. But she missed the ship, lost her footing, plunged into the trench, and drowned. Her body was washed ashore here at Redinsander a while back. Lying dead and stiff on the beach, she was so huge that a man on horseback could not reach up and touch the underside of her bent knees with his riding crop. So there's um, some possible Jutnar. Mm. And just how big they actually were. Yeah, they are very, very big. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the trolls from the film Troll Hunter. I don't Troll Hunter. Really much else to add, mm. uh, I think, to that part. No. They're, they're very cool trolls. They all look fantastic and they have great, great sound design. Um, I, I did really like the storyline reveal that, oh, yeah, no, it's not like the trolls are moving deliberately. They're just all going insane because they've all transmitted rabies to each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it really sells the film. Really sells them as this natural phenomenon that's just been hidden away for convenience' sake, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh until until the Norwegian prime minister accidentally says it on TV. Uh, no, I don't think it was accidentally. He was like, "They're done <laughs> trying to keep the peace." But yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's a little clip, and he's like, "Norway has trolls." <laughs> and everyone's yeah. Like, uh, some people, some people are concerned the about the power just, lines. Like, disregarded yeah. it. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> trolls. What we, are trolls. we are trolls. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. When people ask why we have to build so many power lines, Norway has trolls. <laughs> but then he just kept talking, so it was just like a um, yeah a non sequitur. It seemed like a throwaway. Yeah, non sequitur. Um, but yeah, no, I really liked the film uh dave i assume you were similarly endeared by it yeah i like this film a lot it's a it's a lot of fun um the found footage aspect of it i i just really didn't care for um but overall it's it's filmed competently uh with Mm. the exception of the the chase scene at the end um not uh, the one from the Mm. um gruben um I didn't like mm. that. That made me feel ill. I was watching yeah. it on my phone, so it may have been the small screen. Ah. Um, but it, it, it was, that was <laughs> a bad, didn't know. bad shaky cam right there. Otherwise, it yeah. was fine. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good, I recommend it. Watch it if you like trolls. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just for just for their looks. They're, they're aesthetically pleasing. Oh, yeah. With these. <laughs> these big, tall lads. Yep. With their big <laughs> with legs. Their noses. And their big nose. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, um, I think that brings us to our our feedback segment, where we have some we have some feedback. Yeah, we, we have some feedback. Some, enjoy getting feedback. Two weeks in a row now. Yep, we've had feedback. So this is from <laughs> at Trond Bursum. Um, 
And he says, my favorite troll is the Pyosnisu. I think I said it right this time. Um, it's a small <laughs> bearded goblin-like creature that lives in barns and needs to be fed porridge to make sure nothing goes wrong on the farm. And as far as we could tell, uh, Nisa is the, mm. it's like a gnome or the goblin yeah. troll. Uh, and the fuse is the barn, the structure that they're making it. Yeah. In. Yeah. It's kind of the, um, the Scandinavian equivalent to the brownie. Uh, if you, if you know your English pixies, uh, <laughs> And, he, uh, he seems he seems pretty cool. Yeah. He's very strong. <laughs> yeah, they also remind me of um, David the Gnome. I like that show. <laughs> the titular show. But he doesn't. Dave. He doesn't live in a barn, though. No, he lives in a tree. In the woods. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Um. Words. Yeah. It's great. Um. Does, so does, I, does I pulled up bad. their their Wikipedia page because I. Initially, yeah, I wasn't yeah. familiar I've got with it open too. what um, this was, but then immediately, like, it's a recognizable um, figure. They're also called the mm. Tomte. Tomte? Tomte? Mm. Um, and they have a couple different uh, incarnations, I guess? Different versions of, mm. uh, of the, the Nisa. Um Looks like the Norwegian folklore states that he has four fingers and sometimes pointed ears and eyes that reflect light in the dark like a cat. So that's interesting. Um, possible explanation was it was mm. probably just a cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, there's some. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. There, there's some cool little stories like. um. They they like to be fed porridge, for example. Uh, but the Nisa likes his porridge with a pat of butter on top. In an often retold story, a farmer put the butter underneath the porridge. When the Nisa of his farmstead found the butter was missing, he was filled with rage and killed the cow in the barn. But as he thus became hungry, he went back to his porridge and ate it and found the butter at the bottom of the bowl. Full of grief, he then hurried to search the lands to find another car- another farmer with an identical cow and replaced the former with the latter. <laughs> stole a cow to replace the one he murdered yeah um yeah and then in the beginning of that uh section um the nisa they have an immense strength so they um yeah they they literally can protect the farm um but also yeah. met out severe punishments um <laughs> if they're not happy mm. um and they're easily yeah. offended uh by yeah well, I guess being disrespected, or if the farmers themselves are just lazy, um, or if they're mm. rude. So basically, this is kind of an, uh, it's a morality check, sort of. Um, yeah. Basically yeah. keeping a farmer um, productive, busy, um, yeah. and yeah. respectful of, you know, the, of the lands that he's tending. Hmm. You know, take care of your animals. You have to have a favorite horse. <laughs> yeah. And Apparently, had a poisonous you bite. Steal somebody's other horse that looks like. Yeah. Horse. Yeah. Uh, some stories tell how the Nisei could drive people mad or bite them. The bite from a Nisei was poisonous, and otherworldly healing was required. 
story goes, a girl who was bitten withered and died before help arrived. Yeah. Oh, uh, they, um, there's the part nasty. in the after Christian Christianization is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What are we looking at? Which which bit in the Christian? Oh, it's the first paragraph. Bit? First paragraph. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Um, the Nisse Otomte was in ancient times believed to be the soul of the first inhabitor of the farm. He who cleared there taunt the house lot. He had his dwellings in the burial mounds on the farm, hence the now somewhat archaic Swedish names Tomte Nisse and Tomte Karl, the Swedish Norwegian Tomte Gube and Tomte Bomde, uh, the Tomte farmer, uh, Danish Hus Nisse, uh, the house Nisse, the Norwegian Haug Karl, the moundman, and the Finnish Tontu Uko, house lot man. So it's kind of like a, a friendly ghost. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like, yeah, that's that's cool. And then Christianization came along. It's like, uh, it's the devil. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just the devil. Or it's it's devil. You're, you're paying um, tribute, I guess, to these um, Tomte, and that's mm. seen as worshipping false gods or demons. You know. Um, yeah. The, yeah the... i like how um yeah i like how after christianization it was dragged into arguments uh if one farmer was doing better than his neighbor his neighbor might say he had a nissa on the farm doing ungodly work and stealing from the neighbors <laughs> it's like an accusation of witchcraft almost no yeah i mean it literally says that <laughs> they could be completely <laughs> just disruptive and damage the uh, farmer's reputation um I don't know if there was punishment meted out, but uh, people would entirely possible to purchase your goods. Mm. Yeah, something along those lines. It's cool. I, I like this. I like this little dude, this farming troll. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, he looks like a fun little guy. <laughs> as long as you keep him happy, he's um, conflated with. Santa Claus eventually. Well, yeah. Little red hat, big jolly guy. You know Weird. the deal. He just larger <laughs> larger version. Um mm. and uh the in modern I guess just post Christianity, the the Nisa will deliver gifts at the door in accordance with modern day tradition of the visiting of Santa Claus. Hmm. Um they're well <laughs> they're also seen with a pig, another popular Christmas symbol in Scandinavia, potentially related uh, to fertility and guardian. Their role as guardian of the farmstead. Um, it is customary mm. to leave behind a bowl of porridge with butter for the tomtinisa and yeah. gratitude for the services. Yeah, so these guys are pretty cool. Little, yeah, little fun little, awesome. fun little. Guy. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for the feedback. Yep, it was much appreciated, and then we've. We've all learned something mm. extra. <laughs> yeah, even more, even more educational content from Monster Dear Monster. That's how we <laughs> well, I think that uh, I think that's probably going to wrap us up for this episode. Mm. Unless there's anything else you wanted to add, I don't. I don't have anything. No, no, I, I think I'm done. Excellent. And then in a future episode, um, 
likely not not next episode uh we'll be taking a look at uh, yeah. the hulda the hulda fork the fork folk mm. hulda folk <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so th- those will be humanoid trolls mm. um yeah they're basically look like men and women but they have that little troll cowtail and yeah films yeah. and a bunch of folklore we'll uh we'll dig into um so you can look forward mm, to that i don't definitely. know how that would appear um, it'll so it'll show up sometime it just, it just happens we just happen into things <laughs> our schedule is flexible yeah but i think that's it for this one um cameron uh where can folks find you on the interwebs uh, you can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Uh, I'm on another podcast uh, with our sadly absent co-host, Matt. Uh, we do a podcast called Realm and Ruin. Uh, you can find us at Realm and Ruin on Twitter. We're a Warhammer 40,000 Age of Sigma uh, discussion, lore, thingamajig. We, we talk about hobby that we like. So little, little plastic men. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they're not big yeah. boys. No, legs. they're not very big boys. <laughs> no big legs. <laughs> uh, Dave, how about uh, you? Where can we find you and indeed this very podcast on the internet? Uh, well, uh, you can find the, pod- the podcast on the internet now at monsterdearmonster.com. So that's yeah, way easier yeah. to, to track us down um, <laughs> should you need to do so. There are uh, a few entries on the on the blog on there, the We'll eventually put mm. some more because we need to <laughs> need to get back around to doing that. Um, on iTunes under Monster Dear Monster, uh, please send us some reviews. That's great, um, mm. or just comments. Um, we don't mind those either. You can contact us on Twitter at mon underscore d monster. Um, DMs are open, uh, or mm, I think it's monster. What's our email? Monster deer monster um, at gmail.com. I don't maybe it's I think so. monster. Wow. Yeah, well, it'll, be try, tr- it'll be try all episode. of them. Just send, send it out to everyone. <laughs> Someone will get the message. We'll get it. We'll get it somehow. Um, <laughs> myself, I'm on. Write a letter, give it to neighborhood Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Send it send it via snail mail. I'll uh, I'll put our address somewhere. Yeah. No, don't do that. I'm not gonna totally. put my address. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. Uh, always uh, welcome to chat drop me a line um, mm. follow us if you're yeah. not following us already because we post great content I'd like to think and I think that's uh, yeah that'll that'll wrap us up um, mm. our well we'd be remiss our, our co-host um, Matt you can find at Ninja Badger 7 uh, on Twitter yep. and Leonard is at Dr. Faust is dead uh, yeah. also on YouTube under the same mm-hmm. research doctor yeah. post. Probably find him. Um, I think that's it. And mm. with that, that's us signing off, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.